to Moo Girl. I'm your host, Jason Weiss. And at this time, we're going to introduce our first guest for our full-length live show. Selected at, uh, by the Arkansas Times as one of the 25 visionary Arkansans of 2014, Mark Thiedemann, Mark excuse me, studied film and television at New York University, lived in New York for 11 years, and then returned to Arkansas to make films about LGBT characters in the South. His first feature film last summer was shot in Central Arkansas and is available on Netflix, iTunes, Amazon, and more. At this time, please welcome to Blue Girl, Mark Thiedemann. Does it work? No, does it work? That little delay. Hey, Jason. Hey, how's it going? I'm good. Everybody should also know that Mark is pretty much the one that put together all of the video uh, for this. He's got, a, of course, amazing contacts in that field, and no. everybody's volunteered their time, but... No, I didn't, I didn't put this together. A group of amazing people who have been working with me for a very long time uh, put this together. Uh, I think one of the the kind of keys to my success in Little Rock has been working with a really small family of people who have been very, very dedicated to me and um, and whatever needs to be done. And so well, here we are, thanks to them. Yeah. And so the big the big reveal tonight is that we're premiering uh, the trailer. I guess I'm, I've been saying it's the world premiere of the trailer for it White is. Nights. Yeah. <laughs> White Knights, your upcoming film coming out in 2016. And uh, why don't you just tell me about that project? I know some of it was filmed right here. Yeah, uh, we did film it in Sway. Uh, White Knights is, it's an adaptation of a Russian short story that we gayed up and filmed in Little Rock. What would Vladimir say? <laughs> you know, I just thought to myself, um, I want to make a movie that portrays a really positive image of LGBT life, and so I thought, you know, Russia is one of the most homophobic countries in the world. Little Rock has all of this terrible legislation happening. If you're gonna make a positive film about gay and lesbian life in the 2010s, uh, why not uh, adopt a Russian short story, do it in Little Rock, make it super gay, and uh, as glittery as possible. Tell us a little bit about this, that short story. Yeah, it's um, well, it's about a guy and a girl who meet on a bridge one night as the girl is crying. Uh, she has a past lover who has kind of promised himself to her, but has disappeared, is not showing up for their nightly appointments on the bridge. And instead, she uh, meets this other guy who's super nice and awesome. They spend four nights together. And they develop their own kind of relationship. So uh, we decided to kind of take that as a framework um, to kind of tell this story that explores in a really kind of modern nightlife context why human beings act so stupid when they're in love. Okay. All right. And how did you how did you gay it up so to speak? And are there any like controversial topics that 
stem from doing that? I mean, I don't know. Like, there, like, there are no penises, and I know that's like a huge disappointment to the majority of people. Yeah, you're not doing a good job selling this at all right now. I've, I've been on Netflix. I know what you people are looking for. So, um, I don't do that. Um, much to the disappointment of my actors, who were like begging me, begging me, please let me get full frontally naked. <laughs> have some ideas you might have for free. Been the ones to. Uh... <laughs> um, yeah, it's um, it, it's not it's not gay that way. It's um, there's just a lot of glitter and. Uh, well, like sequins and bright colors, and there's like drag queens. Um, I mean, uh, it's about two boys instead of a guy and a girl. And I like, look, I make gay movies. This is probably the the, the gayest okay. of the things that I've done in that the music is kind of electronic and it takes place at night. I don't know. Um, and also, the music, by the way, was all done here locally too. Local musicians, right? Yeah. Philip Rex Huddleston composed all of the music, um, which has been amazing. Uh, basically, I was kind of coming up with a film, and in the initial stages, I kind of went to him and I said, I'm kind of thinking instead of doing classical music, which has been my crutch for years, um, maybe something a little bit more modern. And he said, I got you. Just let me, just let me try it. And about two hours later, after saying something to him like, I just need something like 1996 Mercutio at the costume ball in Romeo and Juliet. Realness. <laughs> he had written the opening track from the, the movie and it's amazing. And then every single piece he's written since has just gotten better and better. So I think, you know, I hope that you'll look forward to this movie, but one thing that you should really look forward to is downloading Philip's soundtrack, which is just, like, for me, a work of pop culture that, well, it means a lot to me. Uh, it, it's very, very good. Yeah, I know it's a personal, this is a personal project, of course, undertaking of yours. I want to go back and talk about, you mentioned that it's a story about two boys in love, and it's not really anything too provocative, there's no full frontal or anything like that. That's sort of the point, right? That's sort of your mission here is just to tell um, stories about LGBT characters in the South and sort of just about how, I mean, how we're normal and like everybody else, right? Yeah, I mean, that's been my goal from the start. Last summer, uh, the movie that you were mentioning earlier um, is about these two teenage boys who are in love with each other. They've known each other since they were four. They've grown up together, fallen in love. The idea for that movie was to kind of create a fantasy world. And I still read user reviews on Netflix, which are just sort of absurd to me, in which these people say, this is ridiculous. Their parents never question their sexuality. They're never bullied. You never hear the word gay. They're never called faggot. Like, you never hear the word queer. This would never happen in Arkansas. Well, look, I can say two things on this subject. Um, in the world that I live in, mm -hmm. I see 
see people with supportive parents all the time. I haven't been called a faggot in years, okay? Like, I'm sure that this happens. Like, I'm sure that this happens in places, but like, and, and it's something that's really, really serious. And it's absolutely unacceptable. So the two points are, number one, why not make a movie that shows what the world is like without that? I'm all for it, I love it. <laughs> and number two, why not acknowledge that in some parts of even Arkansas, that shit doesn't happen. I'm just, I'm so tired of gay movies that are, I mean, look, in the 80s, it was really important to make movies about how hard it was to come out of the closet, and it still is to this day. I'm never going to be mad at a filmmaker for addressing subjects like how difficult it is to come out, how difficult it is to deal with bullying and all of the awful, awful things that LGBT individuals have to deal with constantly. Mm -hmm. If you want to see those movies, they've been made and they're out there and I applaud them. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to make that. I would like to show an alternative. Mm -hmm. Well, let me ask you this then, because certainly, you know, we, we hear about negative things going on to LGBT individuals who live in Arkansas. Of course, we exist, you know, not everyone, like you say. Uh, but by portraying things in less of a negative way, do you think that that has an effect on culture and society and it starts to tip things in the other way? Is it, it is art imitating life, but do you think there's a reciprocity in it? Yeah. I think so. I mean, like, let me be honest with you. Like, I moved here from New York and started making movies. All of my movies are about gay and lesbian characters. Well, gay, I've never made a lesbian movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, females. Um, one day. Um, I moved here to make these like gay movies that are southern, and I kind of like thought I would get crucified when I first like the first movie I made when I moved to Arkansas, which I think I consider my first good film, okay, is about a boy whose mother is listening to evangelical radio, and the preacher on the radio says, I gave my heart to Jesus when I was 16 years old. And then he goes out into the woods and sees this guy who looks like Jesus, skinny dipping and goes home and looks at a crucifix and masturbates. And I thought, uh, oh, hush. Oh, Get into it, it's like real. Like, did you guys ever go to a Catholic church? <laughs> did you ever look up at that? Like, I did. Um, so I thought I was gonna get killed, um, and instead, Year by year, when I show movies at the Rock Film Festival or around town, the audiences are sold out. And I will say this, it's largely by heterosexual audiences. And I think there's, there's really something to be said for building a bridge. I love diversity, I love originality, and I love people who are confrontational and aggressive and rebellious. My point of view is that I want to be 
a filmmaker who makes gay movies for everyone. I don't want you to be afraid of walking into the theater to watch my movie because you're straight. Mm -hmm. And what I noticed the last time, the last movie I made, Sacred Hearts, Holy Souls, which we're expanding into a feature, it's a movie about a bullied gay kid who wins a, a fight with a school bully. My attitude is this. I don't care who you are, what church you grew up in, whatever. If you watch this movie about a wimpy, gay, red-headed kid who's closeted in a Catholic school, who puts on boxing gloves and has to fight this asshole bully who harasses him daily, if at the end of that movie you're not rooting for that kid, you're a fucking asshole. <laughs> and if I can give, an, if I can extend a hand to an audience and say, hey, just like enjoy this movie and root for this gay kid, it's not gonna kill you. In fact, you might smile and laugh in the process. Um, then yeah, I think, I think there's something accomplished. And this is taking nothing away from people who have a different perspective, but this is what I'm trying to do. Mm -hmm. Well, that's Sacred Hearts, Holy Souls. Uh, let's go ahead and take a look at White Knights, why don't we? Everybody wanna see White Knights? Right.